Good morning. I hope all of you had a joyous and happy Christmas and New Year. And we were just talking about how uh, Christmas is so exciting when you've got some kids around to see them do something. We got to spend a little bit of time with our two of our grands. And, you know, they get so excited when they open up presents, you know. And it doesn't matter what it is. I was just telling them, you could have wrapped up a bunch of, you know, newspaper and they'd went, ah! they go crazy over wrapping, unwrapping the presents. And we're so tickled to see that joy in their faces. I don't have any announcements. So I know that's, that I had, unless somebody else has some that I'm supposed to do that I don't know I'm supposed to do. Does anybody know? Any other announcements that we're supposed to have? You got any? No? So we need, we still need some sign-ups for our, uh, there's still slots on our sign-up sheets for volunteers to help uh, with this service. That's in the back. Prayer cards, if you have prayer card requests, uh, Arthur's have them, they're coming around. And, um, let's see. Okay. I just double check here. I got all kind of papers in there. Uh, okay. Then it's all yours, Cindy. Will you stand and sing with us? Oh, my. 
Will you bow your heads and pray with me? Gracious God, the Christmas season is coming to an end, but the excitement and the joy are still fresh on our minds. As we pack away the decorations and head back to school and work and get back to our day-to-day lives, help us to keep that joy and excitement fresh in our hearts. On this Epiphany Sunday, help us to remember that the wise men sought Jesus actively in order to find him and help us to seek him actively in our lives. Be with us now and join us together as we prepare to worship you. In Christ's precious and holy name we pray. Amen. If you would turn and greet your neighbor and children, come forward for the children's sermon. Good morning. Thanks for coming. Okay, we're going to put on a little play for everybody this morning. Are y'all ready? It's impromptu acting right here. Okay, who wants to be the star? Oh, Emily. Boys don't want to participate in our play. Okay, so in two days, it's going to be January the 6th, which is the day of Epiphany. Does anybody know what we celebrate? Blank stairs, I'm guessing no. We celebrate the day of Epiphany because that's the day that the three wise men brought their gifts to honor baby Jesus. So we're going to tell the story from the Bible. And when I talk about your, I'm going to read it. And when I talk about your part, I want you to stand up, okay? How do you get baby Jesus right there? Take care of him for me, okay? All right, all right, King Herod, you ready over there? She looks mad at me. All right, you ready, guys? Y'all, y'all turn around and stand up. When we read about your part, you're going to stand up, okay? Long ago, three wise men came to baby came to Jerusalem. Where is the baby to be born the king of the Jews? All right, y'all sit down now. We saw the star, and we have come to worship him. King Herod <laughs> was upset that the Messiah, the king of the Jews, was to be born. He did not want anyone else to be king. 
His priest told Herod that a great Jewish leader was to be born in Bethlehem. Herod told the three wise men, where are my wise men? Get up, wise men! What the priest had said, come back, y'all can sit down now, come back and tell me where you find the baby, baby Jesus, so you can come worship him too, he told them. The three wise men left, and the star led them to the place where baby Jesus and his mother were. The three wise men knelt down and worshipped him and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The three wise men were told in a dream that King Herod did not really want to worship the baby Jesus, but instead harm him. So they went home by another road and did not go back to Jerusalem. All right, thanks for helping me tell the story. So those three wise men were really wise. Do you think they were wise? Do you know why they were called the wise men? Because they're wise, but I think they were wise three times in the story, okay? Do you want me to tell you about it? The first time is that they knew that baby Jesus was going to be born before it happened. And the second time is because they were wise when they decided to follow the star across the desert. And the third time they were wise is when they did not go back to the mean King Herod and tell him where Jesus was. And they were able to find Jesus and to save him from the harm that King Herod wanted to do. There are times that we're wise too. There are times that you are wise and you do the right thing and you listen to God and let him help you make good choices. And God has given you parents and grandparents and teachers and friends that are wise and will help you learn the difference between right and wrong. They love you and they want to help you be wise. So this, the story that I read you guys is from Matthew chapter 2, if y'all want to play this game again. All right, y'all ready to say our prayer? Okay. Dear God, thank you for seeing that we have wise people to teach us and to help us know the difference between right and wrong. And help us be wise and loving boys and girls. In your name we pray. Amen. You know, your, your children ought to encourage your parents to learn the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> then you could extend Christmas from Christmas Day to Epiphany uh, Day, Sunday, uh, day. And that's the way we do it at our house. Our decorations do not come down till Epiphany Tuesday. Let's pray. Oh Lord, in your wisdom, hear our prayers. Oh Lord, in the darkness you shined upon us. Your glory rose upon us, and we have been called to the light. 
and we praise your wondrous wisdom, and we give thanks for your great mercy. We must confess this day that we try to be like those that sought your son from the east and so that we might come and give him our finest gifts. But too often we're more like Herod, pursuing a hidden purpose. You shined a new light upon us, but we've not always used this gift to light the path for others to find him. Jesus came among us to be the light of the world, but so often we try to follow our own light, end up stumbling in the darkness of sin. Oh God, have mercy upon us. In your justice, look upon us, poor sinners, and deliver us from evil. And by your mercy, help us to be counted as your children. And by your Spirit's power, help us to know what it means for our lives so that we might show forth your greatness and inspire us to bring our best gifts to his service so that as long as the sun and the moon endure, your name may be praised throughout the earth and empower us to reach out to those who do not yet know Jesus that they too may share your blessing. We ask this day that in your mercy you'd restore to wholeness the people whom we lift up this day. Heal the sick, relieve the suffering, visit those who are alone and give peace to those who are dying and comfort those who mourn. Especially we pray this day for Priscilla Watson whose mother passed. We pray for Grayson and Haney families and the death of their mother and father. We pray for Cynthia, the mother of Jenny Webb, who's having a medical test. We pray for Mrs. Patterson, who continues to go under chemo th treatment. And we pray for her grandfather, who has upcoming surgery. Oh Lord, we pray for all these and those that are listed in our prayer list and those that are private in our hearts now. Hear us, good Lord, and let your light shine upon us anew as we pray in the name of the one who came to show us that light, Jesus Christ our Lord. And we pray as he taught us to pray with these words. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now the scripture that's going to be up here is the scripture that you just heard. But I want to read a different one that is very pertinent. It's actually the prediction of all this that's found in Isaiah years before Christ came. Isaiah 61. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and His glory appears over you. And nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar and your daughters are carried on the arm. And then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth of the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah. 
and all from Sheba will come, and they will bear gold and incense and proclaim the praise of the Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Lord, let's pray. Lord, this is our, what we uh, celebrate is Epiphany Sunday. It's the nearest Sunday to Epiphany. And Lord, we pray that that st Christmas story will be renewed in our hearts today as we see that it was really, uh, that had not ended yet. And we want you, want Lord, that you'd help with your spirit to help us understand uh, how your light has changed everything in our lives. We pray in your name. Amen. Any of you ever been to Alaska? Anybody here go to Alaska before? A couple? Yeah, okay. You know, a lot of people complain this time of year. I'm one of them because I'm one of these people who kind of have that seasonal affective problem when it's dark and gray all the time. It kind of my mood goes. So I, look, I much prefer the sunshine, even if it's cold. But um, many people complain of the dark at this time of year. But I want you to imagine if you lived in Alaska, especially a little town called Barrow, Alaska. Anybody been to Barrow, Alaska? It's the farthest northern tip of the state of Alaska. It is even above the Arctic Circle. Now in Barrow, Alaska, the sun sets in the afternoon sometimes in November, and then it doesn't rise again until January. They have all these days of darkness when the sun doesn't shine. The earth is tilted in a certain way where the sun never shows itself for over almost three months out of the year. But when the sun does finally rise, the whole town comes out and has a big party. They celebrate because the light's back. Now the prophet Isaiah in that Old Testament lesson talks about a different kind of light and a different kind of darkness. And when this special light that God speaks about begins to shine through that darkness, the results are even more spectacular and joyful than anything you can experience in Barrow, Alaska. Today is officially the beginning of the Epiphany season. I, you know, I was thinking about it as, uh, as uh, Marcia's trying to do the children's sermon. We just, this is like the forgotten season in the Christian year, I'm convinced. But this is a season right now for several weeks called the Epiphany season. Epiphany means that something has revealed itself. Something has shown itself. And just like in Barrow, Alaska, after all those days of darkness, the sun finally reveals its glory to everyone to see. That's an epiphany. In the church year, the epiphany season is when the Son of God is revealed in all His glory for everyone to see in God's brightness uh, God's Shekinah brightness is revealed over the place of birth and God's people there. And so really to sum up the festival of the Epiphany would be it's the time from darkness to light. And if you think about this even in our seasons as seasons are, this is the dark season that comes and what comes after it's spring, which is the light, the season of light. So when the scripture says arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God has risen above upon you, uh, God is telling you that your, the, the glory of God is, has appeared in the world and is here to stay. And you see, the Bible most of the time portrays people as living in darkness. Uh, we... we 
and the scripture says, the darkness covers the earth and thick darkness over the people. God pictures our world as a dark place, a spiritually dark. And I think if you take the time to look around and if you, you know, just look at the news, you can see that our world is a very dark place, spiritually. So, so epiphany season reminds us that even though we have a tendency to look within ourselves for something good, and oftentimes we only see more bad, uh, this reminds us that God has taken this thick darkness over the people and has risen above it and has lit, lit it with His glory. So the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ is described in the Bible as the rising of the sun on a very dark place. So the sun rises, the darkness disappears, and the darkness of our sin and guilt is covered by the light of Christ that rises in our life. So Jesus shines His forgiveness and grace into our life, and the darkness in our soul disappears. And this is what you learn when you understand the birth of Jesus Christ. You learn that He came for that sole purpose of doing what we could not do for ourselves. Uh, we, we, you learn that your sins are freely forgiven because Jesus has come and will die for those sins on the cross. You can feel and understand that your guilt can melt away, just like the sun melts away a, a frozen uh, landscape. So, epiphany. Epiphany is just is as though the sun has risen in your life. And so if you're in Barrow, Alaska, you could see this and see it readily because you had that such darkness and then all of a sudden you have the sunlight. You know, when, when we finally start believing in the Lord for our salvation instead of ourselves, we become wise, you know. And this is what happened to the wise men. The reason that they weren't wise until they got there, I don't think. They, they, were, they were inquisitive, they were curious. But I think they really attained the wisdom when they finally get there and see and understand. And so every year there's this story of the, of the wise men or the three kings, whatever. The Magi is also called that. These people are Gentiles. They are not Jewish. They are not people who knew of the prophecies of the God and His Messiah. So when these Gentiles from a faraway land finally traverse that land on the Epiphany Star and get to the place of Jesus' birth, this is always a good thing to remind us that this is for all of us. This story is not just for a select few people, not for a certain type of religion. They came from a place where no one knew Christ. No one knew about the true God who was sent in a Savior. But they, but they knew when they saw the star that something extraordinary was going on. And so they left their land of spiritual darkness because they wanted to see this light. And as Cindy said in her prayer, they actively sought. And we still today must actively uh, uh, seek our Lord. They made this long trip to Jerusalem. And they were probably surprised when they got there that it was a spiritually dark place, just like the land that they had come from. But finally they found the Messiah. And Isaiah talks about them in verse 3 when he says, Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. 
and they will bear gold and incense and proclaim the praise of the Lord. So there in the form of this little child, the wise men, who are now wise, saw the light of the world. They saw the glory of God. And this is what filled them with the spirit of awe and worship. And they had gone from darkness to light. And so they rejoiced and gave this child the honor that it deserved. The child whose glory of God announced with heavenly lights that he, he was here. You know, some, some biblical commentator, commentators call the Epiphany the Gentile Christmas for that very main reason. Because it's not for the Jews only, but for the Gentiles. It's for all people all over the world. So Epiphany, once again, is when anyone living in darkness has sinned, people like you and me, and those wise men from the East, anyone who comes and sees the glory of God as He reveals it through the person of Jesus Christ. So just as the sun rises on every nation and on every kind of people, no matter who you are, what your background is, or what you've done, just as the sun rises every morning, so it is with Christ, grace and forgiveness and salvation that rises and shines on not only those in Bethlehem, but also those from other places. And Christ's grace and forgiveness rises and shines on every person on this earth. Every person is invited to believe in this child, to worship Him, to find their salvation in Him, to go from darkness to light. My friends, let me conclude with these words. Don't feel too sorry for the people of Barrow, Alaska. Now, it's true they had to go through that period of darkness. But then when that sun finally rises, guess what? It stays up for like three straight months. The sun does not stop shining in Barrow. The people call that place, when that happens, the land of the midnight sun. The land of the midnight sun. And so it is with your soul. Once the grace and mercy and forgiveness of Christ rises in your life, it will never stop shining. No matter how dark the world gets around you, Christ's love will always shine in your life. It's up to you to act actively seek and enter, enter and become involved with it. So, I hope this epiphany you first of all hope that you know more about the epiphany than you did when you came in here this morning. And then I hope you understand that there's an epiphany season. And it, it starts uh, right now. And it, it will last uh, for a few weeks. And then we go into, um, we start Lent. And I want to say a word about that before I conclude here. Uh, in Lent... Uh, it begins with Ash Wednesday, and there's always an Ash Wednesday service. Then there's five Sundays of Lent. There's Sunday of Palm Sunday. Holy Week has Holy Thursday. And then Easter Sunday. Now this year, I'm going to preach on the seven last phrases of Christ on the cross. I will begin with them first Sunday in Lent. And so for you to get all seven, you've got to be at all five Sundays of Lent, Palm Sunday, and Easter Sunday. Okay? So... Uh, uh, no, excuse me, uh, oh, Holy Thursday. The only Easter Sunday we have a celebration. So I hope that you put that on your calendar uh, and, uh, and come and be part of that uh, uh, time as we go through Lent and we understand our Lord's passion for us. 
So remember these words from Isaiah. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Amen. Amen. All right, let us stand and affirm our faith, and then we'll have our offering, and then we'll do our communion. Let us join our voices. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, and life and death and life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let our ushers uh, gather up our offering, and then we will have our communion. Oh 
Christ our Lord invites us to His table, to His table, all who love Him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved You with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done Your will. We have broken Your law. We have rebelled against Your love. 
we have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us offer prayers of intercession and confession. Let us pray. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right, a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took the bread, he gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. Poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by His blood. And by your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at His heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Those who are assisting me, if you all come forward.
we'll do this side. There is gluten-free if somebody needs that. All are welcome in United Methodist Church. Come, table's open.
Let us pray. Eternal God, we give thanks for this holy mystery in which you've given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Will you stand and sing with us? grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit be yours this day and each day. Amen. week.